Stinging wave, fox spear, lock is action, very weird. Captain Pike, Cisco's wife, Klingons and the afterlife. Boimler, Tendi's dog, Ransom is very harsh. Four drive, black alert, Giorgio has gone berserk. He's a bad left, Edward is an idiot, Fuck is dead, Wolf is wed, Chekhov's wearing red. Data's cat, Kempex cat, Q has had enough of that, beam me up, make it so, everybody let's go. We are Well, good evening, Trekkies and Trekkers around the globe with that awesome song. It's time for Trek Talk, and it's Monday night. It's 7.30 p.m. Eastern Coast time. That means we are live. You can give us a call at 646-668-2433 and join our conversation. Before we get too far, though, I want to introduce to you guys our Trek Spurts for tonight. Let's start off with Eric. Eric is out in Portland. How are you doing tonight, Eric? Oh, man, I am having a great afternoon, Jim. Uh, it's 430, of course, here on the West Coast. Uh, we've still got plenty of light going on, 76 degrees, 46% humidity, beautiful day in a beautiful city. I love Portland, and I love talking Trek. Well, let me tell you, it is pouring, pouring, pouring rain here in Vermont again. The sky opened up and crashed. Down it came. Um, But, hey, that's what happens. Wait 10 minutes, and the weather changes, right? (laughs) True. So, um, So, anyways, we also have with us from Portland as well, David, the donut guy. How you doing tonight, David? I'm doing good. Everything Eric said, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> true. I got this my window true. open. I'm sure David did, does too. <laughs> well, <I've> been, <laughs> let's swing all the way over to my final co-host tonight, Charles. And Charles is out in Las Vegas. Is it raining out there, Charles? Parts of town have seen rain, but so far the storm's missing us. Another monsoon's passing over again. We've had monsoons since last Thursday. I've seen a little bit of rain, but not much. I think wow. it's all south well, of us right now. You can have all of our rain, that's for sure. <laughs> you know, Charles, I was going to say, every time, Charles, you say monsoon, I think of this book series I read because my kid read it and she wanted me to read it. And I learned that in some parts of the world, there are six seasons. There's our normal four seasons that we all think of in the West. And then there's monsoon season and pre-winter season. So, you know, yeah, it sounds like you've at least got a fifth season there. In, uh, in, no, uh, our, our summer, our, most of our summer is monsoon season. Ah, uh, there you go. Well, you know, like they say on Game of Thrones, winter is coming, right? That's oh. the win, win, winter is coming. <laughs> so, uh, anyways, guys, uh, we have a really fun show planned for you guys. Um, this is an interesting one because we've never actually – we've had a lot of actors on the podcast before, obviously. And we've had a lot of writers on the show, and 
we've had stunt people and special effects people. Um, we've, we've had comic book artists. We've had a whole array of different people on the podcast to talk to us about various uh, trades that they do to bring the uh, entertainment that we love so much to life. Uh, but tonight is a first for us because on tonight's podcast, we actually have a voice actor, somebody that actually goes into, like, say your favorite movie. Let's just use Star Trek, for instance, as a coincidence. And uh, let's say Star Trek happens to be playing in, say, Brazil, for instance. And uh, Jonathan Frakes is speaking in English. So, obviously, they're going to have to dub over his voice. And we have with us tonight on the podcast live the actual actor who, to Brazilian viewers, is known as the voice of Jonathan Frake. So this is going to be a lot of fun. So we have with us uh, Jose Augusto Sendum, who actually is a voice actor and a director of a dubbing and narrator uh, for several award-winning HBO series, including The Game of Thrones. The Boardwalk Empire, The Newsroom, Girls, Ethel, and How to Die in Oregon. That one sounds interesting, uh, doesn't it, Eric? Sounds a little dicey. I don't know if I want to know about that. Yeah, <laughs> we, <laughs> so, yeah, that one sounds it very interesting. How to Dine in Oregon? Yeah. You know, how to Die. <laughs> yep. we'll, we'll find out about that. But uh, most notably, as far as we are concerned, as I said earlier, uh, he voices Commander William T. Riker on Star Trek The Next Generation. He also uh, voices Commander Chakotay on Star Trek Voyager. And he also, speaking of Winter is Coming, he also voiced Ned Stark on HBO's Game of Thrones. Unfortunately, uh, Ned Stark was a very short-lived character because every time <laughs> I like a character, they Boom. kill him. Yeah. And uh, obviously, I, I love Ned Stark right away. And I think by the end of the second episode, he lost his head. Or maybe it was the third episode. I'm not sure. But they killed him. And I was like, oh, man, my favorite character, dead again. So in this case, it was Jose, off with his head. So, without any further ado, guys, I would like to introduce to you guys, Jose, and let you know our phone number here is 646-668-2433. And if you have any questions that you'd like to ask Jose, or if you just want to call up and say, hey, uh, please give us a call, 646-668-2433. We'll be live for the next hour. We would love to hear from you guys. So welcome to the podcast, Jose. Hello, can, can you hear us, Jose? Jose? Sending out messages to Jose. Hello. Are you hearing me? Yeah. Hello. Can you hear us? Yeah, you yeah, I, I hear you, but are you hearing me? Yes. We're hearing you. Good. Yes. We hear you fine. Yes. Okay. Okay. Very good. I just apologize for my English, which is very weak, right? And I will try to get a talking to <laughs> with you. 
Well, I, I can understand you just fine, and I think your English is perfectly, perfectly good. So don't worry about oh, that. Thank you. Okay. So, uh, I don't have many words. So that, I have many, well, many, sound... many things to talk, but many, uh, not, not too much word, many words. That's fine. That's totally fine. So I wanted to ask you, obviously, what, how did you get into voice dubbing? Well, uh, I started acting in theater in 1981. In addition to theater, I participated in some film productions with some renowned Brazilian film directors, such as Walter Lima Jr. and Kizuka Yamazaki. Ten years later, I discovered dubbing and fell in love at first sight. I joined uh, a dubbing course to learn the specific techniques of this type of acting and entered the profession of dubbing actor, or as you call it, voice actor. That's it. Why? Were you, how did you fall into the role of Star Trek and voicing or dubbing a Riker? Well, um, I'm not really, uh, 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 I, I don't know the word, assiduous, uh, normal fan of Star Trek now because I don't have time to watch. But I'm, I'm watching uh, Stranger New Worlds. That is great. It's a great production, really. Well, uh, I started watching uh, Star Trek when I was a teenager in 1970s. I loved the show. Uh, and so I ended up to work on it as a voice actor. It's too much coincidence or very luck on my part. And after Next Generation, as you said, I voiced Chakotay on Voyager and the Vulcan Ambassador, Soval, in Enterprise. Uh, well, I mean, dubbing um, branch of acting for 31 years I'm doing this job so I've dubbed many many characters for these three decades I'm not well, sure I'm not... if I answered your question <laughs> no nope just just fine you're doing just fine it's you're doing great so I oh, noticed thank you I'm trying <laughs> You're doing just fine. It's just, just a couple people talking. I noticed that you did Ned Stark for HBO. Yeah. Um, and so when you do a character like Ned Stark, are you, are you aware that he gets beheaded before you start to do the character? Or do you just find that out as, you, as you're dubbing him and say, oh, he lost his head? <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, specifically about Game of Thrones, I didn't uh, have all the, 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 the season. Normally, uh, usually, uh, I, as a dubbing director, I receive all the season, and so I, I, I study all the, the, oh my God, the episodes, right? And I know what will happen, over all that season. But about 
specifically Game of Thrones, I received uh, two episodes for uh, for oh my God, I don't have all the words. I am sorry, sorry guys, I am nervous because of this. I have many things to talk, but I don't have all the words. But I'm learning your your language, and I will try. I'm trying. That's okay. So, that, there's no yeah. pressure at all. There's no pressure. <laughs> oh, please. Yeah. And uh, about Game of Thrones, I, I didn't receive all the, the season. So I didn't know Ned Stark will, will, uh, is, is going to die in the ninth episode. And uh, I, I, I begin to, to dub Ned Stark, and in Brazilian voice, in Brazilian language, and when, when I discovered that he will die, really, uh, I, I became shocked. Uh, Bo, well, this is, I think, that uh, uh, I, I can talk to you. Yes. I'm not sure if you understood me. We oh all, my we all Sorry. felt the Sorry. same way. Yes, we were all very yep. shocked as well. I, I was really <laughs> shocked when that happened. I was yeah. done. Oh, no. Yeah. That, uh, he, he was the guy that was seated on the throne. I know. You know yeah. I was Kill him throne. right away. Yeah. I didn't understand, really. <laughs> I didn't understand till None now. None of us did. None of us did. <laughs> And they killed him. I was, I was, I was with you, Jose. I was shocked that they. He was the, the reason I watched the show, and they killed him. <laughs> yeah. I was like, wow, that's just uh, so. Yeah. Um, Eric. yeah, Jose, it's very, it's a big honor to have uh, somebody in your uh, area of work right now on the podcast. We've never had a voice actor before, and so I'm really curious. You know, you, you said that you fell in love with it. You kind of gave us the story of how you got involved in voice acting. And I understand that voice acting is unique. It has unique yeah. things about it that other, um, you know, types of acting don't, don't think about as much. So I wonder if you'd like to talk just a little bit about how voice acting is unique as opposed to other types of acting. Well, uh, at first, there's an, an addictive thing, really. I'm yes. an ad- addicted in dubbing. Yes. Yes, because uh, <laughs> we all are to our own thing. Yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let, let me. Um, really, uh, uh, you, you enter in a studio. Um, let, let me, 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 me. Uh, I'm looking for the right words. Okay, mm-hmm. please mm-hmm. be patient with me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I beg you. Uh, we enter in a studio, and we 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 voice a little mouse in a cartoon. We leave the studio, enter in another studio. We. Uh, voice uh, villain. For example, mm-hmm. uh, Dark Side, the mm-hmm. Superman's main enemy. I am the voice of Dark Side in Brazil. Dark mm-hmm. Side. Yes. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, and uh, for example, um, another example, um, you, you enter in a, in, a, in in a studio into a studio and you play a war hero or a superhero. Uh, you enter in another studio, you uh, you play a, a, a character of a video game. For example, uh -huh. I don't know if you if you play video games. Do you know uh, Overwatch by Blizzard? Sure, yeah. Ye yeah, I am the voice of Soldier 76 in Brazil. Uh -huh. So, uh, yeah, and, and, and this, uh, I, uh, sometimes I think my profession is a game. It's a game. Uh -huh. Because I, I enter in a room, in a studio, and I play some character. I enter in another, I play another. And... This is, uh, uh, I think that is a, a phenomenal exercise of acting, in acting. Uh -huh. The specialization of uh, the, the actor job. I'm, I'm not sure if you yeah. understand, you understood yeah. what I said. Yeah, well, yeah, I'm trying. Yeah, yes. I, okay, I think, people. Uh, okay, guys. <laughs> yeah, no, what I understand is that you, there are two things that you really like. One is that you like the variety, so you get yeah. to do many different things. And two, yeah. uh, you get the voice acting allows you to um, stretch your limits. You, get to, you yeah. get to go all the way from one end of your limits to the other end, and you are, can play all of that maybe in one day or in one week or however long, you know, <laughs> whatever your cycle is. Sometimes maybe. in... Sometimes in the same day. In the same day. So there you go. Yeah. So, yeah. So that, that's amazing, too, because so many of the actors we get on our show are, are shooting one character for multiple days. And here you yeah. are shooting multiple characters on one day. And so you really have to shift yeah. gears quickly. There's a specification of dubbing, the acting in, uh, as a voice actor. Yes. So do you do your work at home or do you do it in a studio? Well, today, since 2020, uh, I'm working at home in my home studio. So this is because I moved from Brazil to here. I'm in Florida now. Ah. Okay. Yeah, but I, I I keep working to Brazil, but remotely mm -hmm. in my home studio. Okay. And uh, this is because uh, uh, yeah, I think that is it. That's it. So so when you are ready to record something, how do yeah. you warm up? How do you get your body ready? Well, uh, yeah, because. Uh, voice acting we don't use only our our throat right we use all the body there's a, a, a it's like acting acting in a theater the voice is the 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 result of what you do with your body if you mm -hmm. are jumping your voice will um, will shake. leave your body mm -hmm. uh, yeah shake yeah and if you are uh, carrying some heavy thing, your voice is different. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and you need to breathe. 
heard, right? There's this acting in voice acting. Uh-huh. Uh, but but you can't jump into a studio in a studio. Yeah. Because the, 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 the noise that uh, that you will you can do with your foot your feet sorry uh-huh. your uh-huh. feet uh, will be recorded. So yes. you can't do it. You uh-huh. need to, to 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 act literally in uh, stop it. Stop it. Stuck. Mime in French, almost like pretend, you know? Uh, uh, what's another good yeah. word for it? Yeah, just, I understand what you mean. Uh, you know, you, you, you pretend to do it, but you don't actually do it. Uh, I, sorry, I didn't understand you. I'm That's sorry, okay. guys. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> no problem. Tell me more about your recording. So uh, you are given a script, a, a list of the lines yeah. that you have to say. Do you record immediately, right away, after you are given that, or do you have it for a while, and do you study it before you record it? No. Um, uh, uh, we, don't, uh, we don't watch the movie before. I don't know what I uh-huh. will go, I, I'm going to record. Okay. This I, I, I discover when the link between my home studio and the studio in Brazil is done. And so the dubbing director tell me what I will do. He tell me, uh, or she, tell me, uh, she tells me, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. He tells me, uh, you are doing this character He's uh, a young guy. He's a policeman, uh, and will you will die at the end? Okay, <laughs> I know something. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but how I do? First, I watch the scene where the character is going to uh, the, the character I'm going to play is. Uh, I pay attention to his size and the strength he puts into his voice. If he's a big guy, the voice is different. Mm-hmm. Then he's a tiny guy. Oh, yes, uh, I don't need much uh, expression in my voice. Something like this. Mm-hmm. Uh, his profession and principally, uh, mainly the situation he's in. Uh, of course, the first reference to the character are given to us by the script, as in uh, theater, in theater and a film and a television performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and but uh, after that, the the very scene we are going to dub says everything else. Mm-hmm. Some extra information is passed on. Expressed uh, by the dubbing director. Mm. After getting to know the character a lot, we started rehearsing to act alongside uh, what the original actor did. Mm. We need to repeat, to repeat, as uh, almost like uh, you be, be, uh, you become that guy, that yeah. character. Yeah. Yeah. But of course, we rehearse in our language, in Portuguese, spoken in Brazil. 
Well, that but, is uh, one of the things this, that I've I've noticed is I've seen a lot of movies that are dubbed, and there's a real art to being able to time your language, which has a different syntax, a different way that words fit together than the native language. And so you have to learn how to adapt the language you're speaking to the timing of the language that you're imitating. Yeah, it's true. For example, uh, in Star Trek, when the the starship is uh, over an attack, what the captain say? What captain says? Shields up, right? Shields up. Yes, yes. To protect, to protect the, the, the starship. Shields. So in Portuguese, shields up means levantar escudos. Mm, Whoa. Okay. I, I, yeah, I, I, I yes. need to say six sil- uh, syllables uh, yes. in two. Ah. And so uh, there's uh, um, sometimes I, I I can get a magic and do it, but yeah, we have many differences between the language. Mm-hmm. In Japanese, uh, the interpretation is totally different from the American acting, the French acting, the uh, many many, the Brazilian acting, and we need to to to. Uh, to, to, to create, uh, in my case, I need to create a Brazilian version of that acting, that type of acting that uh, that actor is doing. I'm not sure. Did you understand what I said? Yes. Yes. And some of it, <laughs> uh, this is why it fascinates me that you are able to do some of your work without seeing it first, because certainly with characters like Riker where you are playing them many, many times, you you yeah. develop the way that Riker is going to sound and then you do it the yeah. same way every time. But with it's other true. roles, you you are developing the character as you're voicing the character. And so then that becomes the sound of that character forever in that language, right? Which is great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I hope. If the character don't die, doesn't well, die, like like, yeah. like Lord yeah. of Dark Stark. Right. I hope Jonathan Freight or or I I hope uh, Commander Riker can't die. I I, I hope. Well, <laughs> well, so far he is, has not. So we we yeah. it, it's looking good so far. Yeah. Yep. Well, listen, guys, we have this are ancient, these are old, old series, right? So I hope no, no, no one can change the, the series now. Uh, let's let's yeah. retake the, the, the series. No, no, no. Keep Jonathan Frakes alive, please. Mm-hmm. So, guys, we're going to take a very quick commercial break right now. Our phone number here is 646-668-2433. And we're talking with Jose, who does the Brazilian voice of Riker from TNG and Chakotay from Voyager, as well as Ned Stark from Lord of the Ring, or from Lord of the Rings, from, uh, what's wrong with me? <laughs> Lord of the Rings. 
should be shot for that one. Game of Hell Thrones. Yeah. yeah. So if you have any questions, yeah. please give us a call, 646-668-2433. And uh, we're going to take a very quick commercial break, and we'll be right back. Don't touch that dial. Hi there, this is Eric from Trek Talking. Do you own a business, produce a product, or are planning an event that would appeal to Star Trek fans? Would you like to harness the power of this podcast to get your message out to the world? We here at Trek Talking are a show made by fans for fans, and we would love to help you share your love of Star Trek on the air, live every Monday and Thursday night at 7.30 Eastern. Contact us through Facebook Messenger at facebook.com, Slash Trek Talking and Beyond, or email us using the contact link on our website at podpage.com slash trek talking. We can't wait to hear from you. Engage. Don't miss Fandom Fest New York, featuring special guests, vendors, artists, esports, tabletop games, and so much more. Fandom Fest, a unique con experience at Proctor's, August 12th through 14th. Have you always wanted to tour the Enterprise? Would you like to meet Jim and Eric from Trek Talking in a live setting? Then join us August 19th through the 21st in Ticonderoga, New York for Trek Conderoga 2022. Star Trek The Next Generation stars Gates McFadden, John Delancey, and Brent Spiner will be headlining the event. Leading tours of the painstakingly recreated USS Enterprise TOS sets, participating in bridge chats, and much more. Trek Conderoga 2022 is your chance to meet some of your favorite Next Generation actors in a setting with small crowd sizes and easy accessibility to the stars. Don't forget to swing by the Trek Talking table to see Uncle Jim and Eric. We'd love to meet you. Engage. And welcome back, everybody. Um, We're talking with Jose, who is the voice of of, uh, Commander Riker in Brazil. And as Eric just told you, we are going to be live at Treconderoga. So you can check out the set tours and you can come and visit me. And Eric, you can pick up a Trek talking shirt or a coffee mug and just hang out with us and have some fun. So check us out if you can. So we're back. We're talking with Jose. And Eric was right in the middle of uh, of a nice of an interesting conversation. So take it away, Eric. Yeah, Jose, thank you so much. Uh, I'm Hi, excited Eric. to keep talking to you. And so let's talk about Me too. Some of these Me too. amazing characters that you have been able to voice over the years. So I would love to hear some, uh, if you don't mind. Uh, hopefully this is okay. I would love to hear some samples of some voices in in Portuguese, in your language, of the various characters okay. that you've played. And I have a few specific ones that I would like to ask you about. First of and foremost, um, so we have been talking a lot about our favorite uh, second in command of the Enterprise, uh, 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 Mr. Riker himself, <laughs> who I think is the, one of yeah. the people you are most well known. So, so what does Riker sound like? Uh, you know, just, just give us any sort of line that you can think of maybe, or even just uh, read us a menu, but how would Riker read the menu? <laughs> <laughs> the menu, uh, let me see, uh, in Portuguese, right? 
Yes, please. Yeah, a menu. For example, uh, aqui o comandante William Riker, da USS Enterprise. Eu estou querendo aqui ovos mexidos uh, com arroz e feijão. Uh, mas, por favor, me traga um copo de leite também. Muito obrigado. Mm -hmm. This, so with uh, Commander Riker, I, I, I don't know if you understand anything, but uh, uh, <laughs> I think not. But uh, this is how Commander Riker asked for uh, uh, scrambled eggs, rice, and beans and a cup of milk. Ah, yes. <laughs> Excellent. And he sounds... <laughs> He sounds like he has authority, like he, you know, like he's in yeah. charge. He's got this kind of deeper voice. Da, yeah, how did you, this is how, uh, how, 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 uh, how, how I do the, the, the writer's voice. Yeah, so, so why do you do it that way? I'm curious. Uh, tell us more about the way that you figured out how to do Riker. Well, uh, at the first, uh, the first episodes that I, I recorded, that I dubbed, Jonathan Frakes on the, the Riker character, I, I, I was knowing, I was in a knowing process of uh, how he acts and what Riker does. Mm -hmm. And I think, I think that I, 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 I've learned in a, in a few time, in a little time. You see, I don't have the right words in English. I'm no, so no, sorry, guys. Understand. Please. No, it's okay. We understand. Okay. okay. And so I learned how Jonathan Frakes uh, played the Riker. Yes. Mm -hmm. And uh, he, he, he was the commander. Yes. He was uh, the, the, the number one of the, the captain of the mm -hmm. car. Uh, of the car. And uh, he needed... To, to command the soul, uh, he, he needs to, 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 to have a, a, a heavy voice, a, mm -hmm. a deep voice, and be direct in the point. And um, this is what I, I, I thought about when I was constructing the, 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 my, my acting, my, my dubbing about the writer. Mm -hmm. Yes. So on the other hand... Uh, you have Commander Chicote, which of course is the second in command for um, Janeway. And so, how yeah. is Commander Chicote different from Commander Riker? Chicote, uh, uh, Robert Beltran, right? Chicote uh, yes. was was a, a little uh, softer. Was, uh, he was softer than Riker. Uh -huh. Riker was a, a commander. Uh, uh, a manly man. Uh, Machismo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And Chicote uh, is something soft. And, and so uh, the device that I, 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 I constructed for Chicote was something softer than the voice from, from Riker. And thank God I did it because uh, I don't know if you if you remember there was um, oh. <laughs> one one episode in yes. Voyager <laughs> yeah. that the, the 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 character Q the character Q uh, arrived and appeared in mm -hmm. the starship mm -hmm. and he brought he brought the 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 the, 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 the commander Riker 
into yeah. the, that starship. We oh, in Stadia yeah. didn't know what we 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 could do. Yeah. So in that episode, yeah, yeah, in that episode was something like I I, I put the voice of uh, the the writer's voice more strong. Yeah. <laughs> and the the Chakotay's voice more soft. More soft, okay. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah. Well, not a boy, not a, not a, like a, a, no, no, a no. kid, no. but yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, softer and harder. Uh, I, I, I try to, to to make some difference, and thank God they didn't talk each one. Oh, together, yes. Yeah, yeah, together, together. Yeah, they didn't talk together. They didn't uh, participate. Uh, on the same scene. Uh huh. Thank God for that. Thank <laughs> God, because that would have been yeah. very difficult. And yeah, because of course, people can tell that it's the same actor. I know when I watch different animated series, in particular, I know when I hear a voice that I've heard in some other animated series. Right. So it's really yeah about what the actor you, can do with that specific character. You 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 get the 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 the, the they are the same actor doing two voice, two different voice? Uh in different get? series. In different series. So not in the same And in the same series. Like yeah, the, the Simpsons, for example. Yes. Oh sure. Yeah. So you did the yeah, I, I worked I worked you, at six years. Yes. I worked at six, six years uh, dubbing The Simpsons, and, and did I, I did of... two characters. Yes. I did Apu, the Indian owner of a market. Yep. Uh, and Kent Brockman, the only existing TV reporter in Springfield, the city <laughs> of The Simpsons. And so Apu, Apu uh, has the voice like this. Oh, é, Manjula, não faça isso com as crianças. Tire as crianças daqui. Uh, this yeah. is a poo. But Kent Brockman was a little different. Like this. Eu sou Kent Brockman, diretamente falando da casa de Robert oh, yeah. Simpson. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so I could do the, the two characters <laughs> at the same yes. scene. Yeah, those are very, very different. So those are a little bit easier to 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 do in the same scene because they their voices are so different, right? Yeah, uh, there's one thing uh, uh, in the dubbing courses that I I I, I don't know the word, the right word. Oh my God, uh, the the course I, I, I do a course of dubbing, okay, techniques in dubbing, mm-hmm. and in these courses. I always say, please, guys, like a kid, play. Mm. If you don't play, the thing doesn't happen. The dubbing doesn't happen. Mm. You know. Yeah. So you, so really, you have to, you have to play with the character in order to get the best performance out of yourself. Mm. Yeah, you you don't need to be shaman to to to, yes. dance, to 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 make that character. Yes. To make the what the, that character that character needs. You need Do to you... play. Just play. 
Yes. Are you familiar as an actor with vaudeville? That that term vaudeville. Vaudeville. It's a, it's it's sort of an old time American type of theater and acting where everything is a little bit overdone, and it's overdone because you are on stage and people are seeing you from far away, and it's meant to be high entertainment for you know pre before you had televisions. And so I think about it that way, where it's it's uh, it, there's a lot of animation to the way that you perform these characters. Oh, it's a good thing to do. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Who is your favorite character that you have ever voiced? Do you have one that you go back and you think, oh, my gosh, I love this one? Oh, I have many. I have many. Uh, for example, um, I really enjoyed Captain Raymond Holt, played by Andre Brocker in Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I don't know oh. if you know this the show. Do you know this show? I, I I'm yeah, familiar Brooklyn with it. I, I have not seen it, but I, maybe others have. But yes, I. So you like that character? Yeah, uh, uh, I play uh, the 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 Captain Raymond Holt voice. This is my voice. Okay. And it... there's another one that I like so much is the detective Sonny Carisi in Law and Order SVU. Oh yes. Do you know? Funny. Yes. Yeah, Lot in Order SVU. It's uh, I, I I forgot the name of the 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 oh the actor. Sorry, but the, the uh, yeah. Carizzi, detective uh, Carizzi is Dominic, has my voice in Brazil. Dominic Carizzi, yes, yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome! That is so cool. So, I uh, yeah, the actor's name is Peter Scanavino. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the guy. Yeah. And so I get, am his voice in Brazil. <laughs> oh, I love it. And and so in in a week, like, you know, I think about my job, and my job is about 40 hours per week. You know, I just, I go to the office, I come home from the office, that it's eight hours per day. What does your yeah. schedule look like as a voice actor? Do you have busy seasons and less busy seasons? Are you working eight hours a day? What does your day look like? Oh, my day, uh, I don't have a right time to do things. Uh, why? Because I work on production. If you have some production, you, you call me, you hire me, and I do that production, and I only stop when the production, production ends. Uh-huh. So uh, I have one or two days with nothing to do. But the other day, I have... Uh, 14, 16 hours in the studio, and the other day is the same, and the other day is the same. That's a good thing. I, I like this kind of, of job. Okay. It's not for everyone, I, but, I uh, but I think there are a lot of actors who like to work a lot, and it sounds like uh, voice acting might be similar. Yes. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a, the, uh, um, an actor job like others. In theater, it's the same. For example, in, uh, yeah, in a theater, uh, you, uh, you rehearse for a long time, two, three months, uh, not every day, but two or three times per week. 
And when you were um, presenting the, 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 the play, the, 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 the story, you need to work uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday at, at night, every uh, weekend. And so this, this is a, a kind of watch, uh, a kind of job that an, an actor, a normal actor, has. has. I think so. Mm-hmm. Well, good. yeah, it's just not a world that I am part of, so I, I wanted to ask you that question <laughs> and see, see what your life is like. Um, uh, Jose, I have taken up enough of your time. I'm going to hand you over to my good friend Charles, who is a co-host of the podcast, and see what he would like to say to you. So thank you so much for chatting with me. Oh, thank you. I, I, I appreciate it, really. I thank you. Good evening, Jose. I was curious Hello. a couple of curious questions. I was curious of a couple of questions. One Okay. Go on. If you're Go ahead. kind of given the script, how do you deal with the emotion that character may be feeling at certain times? Do you have to follow Sorry, just the your, script or kind of the audio was not so good. Could you repeat please? How do you do how do you deal with a person's emotion when you're dubbing them? Well, I'm an actor. I'm an actor. There's a, a special uh, dubbing is a specialization of uh, an actor job, an actor activity. So I, as an actor, I need to feel things. I need to be angry. I need to be sad. I need to cry. I need to laugh. This is uh, uh, basically an actor job, like other. Mm-hmm. So you yeah. pretty much have to follow what the script kind of pushes in these scenes. One other question is, and I'm going to throw a strange word at you. We call it technobabble. Oh, technobabble. Trechnobabble. <laughs> but how do you how do you deal with the funny word the odd funny words that they throw at you on Star Trek? Uh, a funny word? Do you know that word? I didn't so understand you, sorry. In, so in English we take the funny words that they say in in Star Trek, like um Something that's not real, but they might make up a word for it. Like, uh, oh, oh gosh, wow. I can't think of a good example. But, but we oh, call what, that. Tra- yeah. what, Give me the example. What, yeah, you, like uh, we have what, to realign the polarity of the oh, shields in order yeah. to uh, reverse the, you know, something of something else. I, <laughs> there's a bunch oh, of funny. Oh one. my god! This is a self-stealing stumble. You, 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 you told many, many words. <laughs> You what gave you me many words. Charles, what were well, you saying? Well, uh, let, let, let me try. Let me try to say what you stumble. said. Mm-hmm. Self-sealing stumble. Nós temos que reajustar a polaridade do raio trator para que a nave consiga retirar aquele asteroide da nossa rota. Did you understand anything? Okay. okay. Wow. <laughs> sure. <laughs> wow. He nailed that. 
Well, I think Charles's question is rooted in the fact that Star Trek has a lot of made-up words. And so when you translate those to another language, do you use the sound of those words as your basis for how to say them? You know, there are, there are words that simply aren't words that must be translated. How do you say those? This is a good question. Uh, since the beginning... Uh, when we began uh, recording Star Trek Next Generation, we had a group of fans, of Brazilian fans, trackers in Brazil, that helped us very much. They, uh-huh. uh, they, they, they gave us uh, the advice. words. Yes. Ad- advice. Yeah. Yeah. They were, uh, they were uh, beside us, uh, accompanying, yeah. uh, going together with us in yeah. the recording of the, 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 the series, the show. So, so you, it, so it if helped you had a us question, very much. So if you had a question, you had somebody to ask. Yeah, yeah. Just it. That is That's great. It. And I love that the fans are getting involved there. That's like... People like myself and Charles and Jim and David being able to be involved in an actual show. It's so exciting. Of course. But, but why? I, I work for you. Why? I work okay. for the yes. fans. Yes. This is my work. I yes. don't have a, another reason. I yes. don't have another reason. Yes. I, I work to, 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 to send entertainment. I, I, I work for you. Yes. But That's the Brazilians it. use <laughs> the Brazilian you, yeah, yeah, you know. Yes, yes. And yes. who knows? Who knows? I come here to 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 work with you, Americans. Mm-hmm. This is my my dream too. Yeah. Well, it's so exciting yeah, to have you talking to us. Yes. Go ahead. At first, at first, I need to to speak English. I think um, that's the, the the first step. Listen, you are doing just fine. Just your oh, English you. is one thousand percent better than my Portuguese. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. <laughs> yes, it's so, good. So thank you for that. <laughs> so Jose, um, let me ask yep. you a question: Is there any possibility that you might be dubbing oh. Strange New Worlds? anytime soon and if you do which character do you see yourself uh, voicing on strange new worlds whoa it's another good question i i would love to to do many characters there really really uh i'm watching in in english because I, I'm, I'm not sure if it was dubbed. Um, oh, many, many characters. I don't know if Spock or Pike or that that one I forgot the name. That that uh, that uh, white scheme with antennas. Uh, I forgot Hammer. the name. Hammer. 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 Yeah. Oh, he's a very good character. He, he plays with uh, no emotion, with a little bit of emotion, and oh, it, it could be very good to, to do. Yeah, mm-hmm. but, but there's another one that dies. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's another one who dies. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that means you'll probably so, end up doing it since he died, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think that uh, this kind of character loves me. Well, I love I you know, Hammer is special because he's we say he is matter of fact. And what that means is yeah. that he says what he means and he means what he says and that is what you get. Like there's no more. There's no more yeah. to hammer than that. You know? Yeah, simple. Yeah. It's a good character to do to play. It's a very good character to play. Yeah. I can because, imagine for for example, Spock uh, for, uh, about Spock. Uh, Spock, we know how Spock will speak something. You know. Yeah. It's illogical. Yeah. It's logical. It's illogical. Yeah. It's logical. But <laughs> it's a good thing. But uh, Hammer is something different. Okay. I like it. I like it. I like it so, him very much. So I think what we're hearing from you as a voice actor is that you like freedom. You like the ability to interpret characters in the way that you would like to. You like to play many characters in a single day if you get the chance. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. It's true. Is this, is this fair to say? Yeah. 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 Really. Yeah. So that's, that's great. And because I feel like um, that is the essence of acting, right? That is, you talked about play. You talked about being able to play with characters. To me, yeah. uh, an actor who is a really good actor who enjoys their job plays with their characters. They get into them. They, they move them around. They run them through their fingers and through their hair and they smell them. And they just like, they really understand them at a very deep level. Quickly. Yeah. You lend your body to that character. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you you lend your body, your voice, your, your, your way of seeing things, watching things. Yeah. Your 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 another another way to speak things. Yeah. Uh, another uh, a different accent. It's a plane. This this uh, it's 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 wonderful. It's awesome. Yeah. To be a, to be so, who you are not. <laughs> hey, Jose, I got a, question, a quick question for you before we uh, take off. Go ahead, David. Yeah, so okay. um, as a voice actor, uh, do you ever, on your off hours, catch yourself, like, for instance, uh, copying some of the actors' movements when, uh, like, for example, the Riker maneuver or something? Oh, sorry. David, I, uh, David is I'm wondering. Sure I, understood your... I, think, I think David is wondering if there is a connection to the way that the actual actor moves their body and the way that you yeah. voice them? Well, uh, this is... Uh, Can you guys not hear this me? This is a good question, too. Yeah, this is a good question, too. Well, uh, Riker, Jonathan Frakes, Frakes uh, has a, a, a manner to move his body not straight, Ahead, but uh, a little uh, what 
what's the, 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 the oh, I don't have the word here. But it's not a, a, a straight line. He was, uh, let me see if I, yeah, uh, I, I, I get. Wiggly. Crooked. <laughs> yeah, there you go. A little crooked. This is the word. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> and sometimes I, I I need to use the voice to to put too. And I, I'm not sure if the word is that, but mm-hmm. it's this. Uh, but I understood your question. Yeah. Oh, in dubbing, in dubbing, uh, when the character is walking uh, fast, you need to 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 go with him, uh, with your breath, with your words, and yeah. you were running, and you you keep going and keep talking, and you need to breathe, and mm-hmm. you go together the the character. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if your yeah. question was about that about this. Um, well, and also I think. I think that and David was asking, you know, so, you know, the Riker maneuver, which is where he puts his leg over the chair and sits down (laughs) on the chair. He's David is asking if you do the Riker maneuver. No, 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 I can't. (laughs) I'm in a studio. I'm in a studio. I can't move. Otherwise, uh, Every noisy, every noise uh, the the microphone gets capped. Uh, uh, you, you know, uh, uh, I, I can't move. Yeah. I can't move. Okay. If, if I move inside the studio, uh, the sound, the, the noise will appear in the recording. So uh, I can't move. So I stay stuck. <laughs> I stay <laughs> stopped. I stay freeze, yeah. frozen. I, stay I was frozen. just wondering if you ever catch yourself during the off hours, like when you're not working. Do you ever catch yourself doing that? Yeah, of when I'm not working, I put my I put my foot uh, on on the chair, of course. <laughs> oh. <laughs> cool. <laughs> Uh, well, uh, Jose, we, we're, we are out of time, believe it or not. We burned up a whole hour. Hard to believe, isn't it? Oh, it's wow. good. It's good. It's good. It's good. Well, I just want to say thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to talk with some fans about your experience on Star Trek and, and Game of Thrones. We Please, really I, appreciate I'm at, Yeah, I, I'm at the orange puzzle, really. And uh, thank you so, so much, and we wish you all the best of luck. Thank Bye, you Jose. very thank much. You. Uh, it so, was a great pleasure to be here with you all. I really appreciate the opportunity to talk about my profession as a Brazilian voice actor, and I thank you very much for your patience due my English not being so good, and I apologize for that, really. Thank you, guys. You are awesome. No, your English was just fine, Jose, and thank you so much for reaching out to me on our Star Trek page and offering to come on the show with us. I really appreciate it, and uh, you, oh, and you have a great, great night, and thank you so much. Thank you. Have a great night, Bye. you too. Good night. Bye, Bye-bye. guys.
Thank you. Good All night. right, guys. Bye. That was Jose, and he does the voice of Commander Riker and Chakotay and Ned Stark, who lost his head. And uh, that wraps up our show. I'd like to say thank you so much to our very own Eric for hanging out and Trek talking with us tonight and putting together that awesome Treconderoga commercial, which we premiered here a little while ago. Thank you so much, Eric. Absolutely, Jim. And there's more to come where that came from. Jose was such a great guest tonight. I had a lot of fun with him. Yeah, we're going to hear some more on Thursday. And thank you so much to David for hanging out and Trek talking and bringing the donuts. So thank you so much, David. Yeah, that's for fun. And, of course, we can't go anywhere without saying thank you to our very own Charles out in Vegas. Thank you, Charles. Thank you. Learned a lot about how voice acting is done outside our country. Yeah, interesting. It's it's something I never would have thought of, but that's that's what we do here. We bring fans all kinds of different things about Star Trek. You never know where truck talking is going to go, do you? <laughs> And I also want to say thank you so much. You never know. And we also want to say thank you to our very own Anna for hanging out with us tonight. Thank you so much, Anna. Mm -hmm. I think I lost her. Mm -hmm. Okay. I lost her. That's okay. That's fine. And uh, I just want to let you guys know that we're not done. Oh, no, no. Thursday night, you guys want to join us, our same bat time, same bat channel at 730 on Trek Talking because we have no new Star Trek. That's not going to stop us. We're going to have Joshua Michael Irwin and Cora Wilson from the Avalon Universe. They have a brand-new Star Trek fan film coming out called The Needs of the One. And Cora plays Toprin in that movie. So we're going to talk about the movie. Uh, We have an advanced copy that we're going to watch, so we can talk about that. And we're also going to talk to Joshua and Cora about what went into making that film and bringing it to life. So you definitely want to check that out, but wait, there's more. We're also going to have Mike McCord, who's the associate producer for fandom fest 2022 at Proctor's theater in Schenectady. And he's going to come on with us and talk to us a little bit about that convention, which Trek talking is going to be at as well. And of course we'll have our star Trek birthdays and our fan shout outs on Thursday night as well. Go over to our Facebook page, Trek Talking to Beyond. Give us a like, give us a follow. We'd love to hear from you guys. And without any further ado, I want to say please stay safe and be good to each other. Star Trek fans are the best fans. Good night, everybody. Good night, y'all. Let's see what's out there. Engage. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.